In this episode, we talk about what it's been like for me to not be on Facebook and all the things I'm getting done instead. Let's dive in. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey, friends. Welcome to episode number 49 which it's not number 52, but I realized that we hit one year like almost two weeks ago. So yay. (laughs) I wish I would have realized sooner because I would have done something to celebrate. I mean, I can still celebrate, obviously. But yeah, that just flew by this year. This this year, 2020 has been just bonkers. So I don't... (laughs) I don't know. I really can't tell time anymore. Like, I have no idea what was two weeks ago and what was two years ago anymore. (laughs) So, so, yeah, we had a year. So, yay. So exciting. Um, I, man, I don't know. Things have just been crazy. But I do want to talk about, I know I've been mentioning that I gave up Facebook. And I actually posted today. Today is uh, Wednesday, September 16th. So, This episode will release tomorrow, which is obviously today for you while you're listening to it. But uh, yeah, I went online on, I'm sorry, I went on Facebook online. Gosh, who says that anymore? Uh, I went on Facebook today. I've been on a couple times. Mostly I went on for the marketplace to buy some stuff that I was looking for. I'm really enjoying buying off like OfferUp and Craigslist and stuff, just buying things secondhand. I've been going to a lot of thrift, uh, not thrift stores, uh, garage sales and estate sales to uh, find some items, especially jars, because I'm not yet canning, but I'm into all kinds of things that need jars. So (laughs) there's that. Um, But other than that, uh, I had gone on a couple of times because messenger.com wasn't working. So when I'm on my computer, I like to be able to check my Facebook messages without actually going to Facebook. And a couple times I went on to check, it was always one person in particular whose messages would never load on messenger.com. So I'd have to actually go to Facebook. And uh, every now and then I would do that and the top post that would show up was something that would catch my eye and I would look at the comments or maybe hit the like button or whatever and then I'd move on. So I hadn't really, I really have not been doing a lot of scrolling at all. Like even when I do uh, pop over there for whatever reason, I'm not scrolling. I'm not like bombarding my brain with all of that stuff. Um, I have been on Twitter more, uh, reading a lot of stuff to stay up to date on a lot of news stuff. Um, But for the most part, I'm just not sitting at my computer constantly, which means I'm not on Facebook, which is nice. Uh, But like I said, I did uh, pop over there and put up a post today to say hi because I do, you know, there are some people that I miss and I miss interacting with a lot of people. I, you know, it was definitely a, a change in my life not being on Facebook at all versus like being on there 18,000 times a day and getting notifications and, you know, seeing that I had X amount of notifications and getting likes and comments and, you know, all that kind of stuff where you get those dopamine hits that feel really great because someone's paying attention to you and likes what you had to say and comments on it and says something positive and, you know, whatever. Uh, So without that, 
on day one of no Facebook. So I logged out. Oh, I can't remember what date it was. It was like the last Sunday in July or something like that. Uh, and on Monday was my first full day, not on Facebook. And uh, it wasn't really that hard until the afternoon when my brain was like, um, are you going to talk to anybody? Are you going to do anything that involves other people? Like, hello, <laughs> this is not normal. Everything's bad. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? You're isolating yourself. And my anxiety went through the roof. So that was not fun. Uh, <laughs> Monday, Monday afternoon and evening were pretty bad. Um, not, not panic attack bad, if I remember correctly, although I've had my fair share of those in the last uh, month and a half. But um, yeah, it was not a good day. Tuesday, the day after, was a whole lot better. Not perfect, but better. And it was it was really easy to not be on Facebook. Like, I thought I would be very tempted and I'd really want to, you know, check it all the time. And I, you know, I pick up my phone sometimes, but I had disabled the app. Apparently, you cannot delete the app off my Android phone. That's insane. That says something, I think. So uh, I disabled the app. And, you know, with me, I know the way around that. I just go to, you know, my settings and my apps and I can turn it back on. Uh, but I haven't done it. Have not done it. And that's like a huge accomplishment for me. So yeah. Um, but it did get easier. Um, and I was really surprised by how easy it was to break the habit. I thought it was going to be so hard, which is why I hadn't done it since, you know, I got on Facebook basically back in, what was it, 2005 or 2006? Uh, but yeah, and I honestly don't, I don't miss it at all. <laughs> and part of me felt a little bad saying that because uh, I don't want people to think that I don't miss them. I just don't miss the drama. I don't miss the headache. Um, although speaking of headache, I've had uh, like a lingering one for the last several days. That has not uh, been too enjoyable, but it is what it is that time of the month and that kind of stuff happens. So, uh, but I, I just don't really miss all the craziness that is Facebook. And, you know, I, I have been on Instagram, but I don't post on there all that often. And really, I just I post a photo and then kind of leave. I don't do a lot of scrolling every now and then I'll scroll a little bit, but it doesn't it doesn't suck me in or get me as irritated, I guess, as Facebook would. So it's not that big of a deal. Twitter is a good place to get really irritated. So I try really hard not to be on there all that often. But what I have been doing a lot more of is YouTube. I have watched approximately 28,000 YouTube videos <laughs> in the last month and a half. Uh, just really taking in all kinds of information. I really should start writing things down. I did have this like grand plan of making a binder of all of this information that I would need in case for whatever reason we can't get on the internet anymore. And uh, that has not uh, gone to plan. I have really just, I don't know, I want it to be perfect. That's, uh, we can boil it down to that. Everything boils down to perfectionism for me. And uh, if I haven't started a project, it's because I just don't know how to make it perfect yet. And that's kind of where I am with this. I really need to let that go because I want all of this information in one place. It would be nice so that I don't have to go, oh, you know, did I pin that to something on Pinterest or did I save that as a YouTube video and then scroll through 800 YouTube videos that I've saved in my playlists and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, but YouTube is just where it's at. Oh my gosh. I used to think it was ridiculous that my husband would watch YouTube videos constantly. Like he'd be 
at work all day. Like when he was able to go to work, he's still working from home. Uh, but he would send me YouTube videos all day long. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing with your life? Whereas, you know, I'm just sitting on Facebook. That's what I'm doing with my life. Like, why was I judging him watching YouTube videos? <laughs> and now there's constantly a YouTube video going. Either he's listening to one in his office or I'm watching one either on my computer or on my iPad while I'm doing dishes or I'm jarring up. You know, I just got a bulk order of some beans. So I'm constantly doing something in the kitchen. I do want to talk about that kind of stuff because that has been like the bulk of how I've been spending my time. If I haven't been uh, cleaning or doing laundry, which I can't really say I've been cleaning all that much lately, uh, that kind of fell by the wayside because of YouTube, but I've learned a lot. So there's that. But back to Facebook, I want to talk about, I guess, what it's been like. Although to be honest, I mean, it was just pretty easy. It was nice not feeling pulled to check it constantly. Uh, it was nice not getting super irritated by all of the idiotic things I would see people saying. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I do, I did miss my groups at first. I really missed the connection with like-minded people. And I'm, I'm not one who values only having like-minded people in my life. We've talked about this. I need diversity of opinion. I need to ex be able to express myself and get feedback on that. And it is always helpful when it's from someone who doesn't necessarily see things the way I do. So I can really dig into what I'm thinking and decide, is this actually good or not? And I, you know, I've been trying to form a lot more opinions because I know in the past I really hadn't. I'd shied away from a lot of that uh, because I knew I was, I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I knew that my friends wouldn't like the opinions that I might take on because of my husband and my husband never really liked it when I, you know, spouted off the things that my friends would say. So that got, I don't know. I had to, I had to take some time to figure that stuff out for myself. And that has been really nice for being off Facebook where I can, you know, watch these YouTube videos or read books. I did just finish uh, Dave Rubin's book called Don't Burn This Book. And it was, really easily the best book I've read this year. And it was just like a breath of fresh air for me to be able to hear someone very succinctly spell out the things that I'd been thinking about lately, all of the like the hot button issues that I, you know, didn't really have enough information on to form an opinion. And for me to be able to take in all of that information and decide for myself, which is really big for me because I just don't feel like I was doing enough of that. Uh, there were some areas of my life where I was definitely doing that and then some areas of my life where I was definitely pushing that away and going, eh, no, not right now because that's going to upset some people. And the last thing I want is for my presence to be offensive or upsetting to somebody. Um, but in the end, that would leave me with like the only option was to just be like this unopinionated blob of nothing because <laughs> you're going to offend somebody with something you have to say. So you just have to be yourself. And that's obviously what this entire podcast started as that was, you know, my journey was to figure out how to be the authentic Michelle and to be her all the time. And in some areas of my life, I was definitely doing that. You can hear that in a lot of the earlier episodes. Then, you know, <laughs> the, the ones from this like early summer, as we were, uh, you know, staying in our houses longer and staying away from each other longer, it was getting uh, harder and harder for me to 
to keep putting those things aside, especially in an election year. That's just, you know, kind of the nature of things where everything's just shoved in your face constantly. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, back to Facebook. <laughs> uh, I guess being away from it has just helped. It's, it's given me a lot of clarity, a lot of time to do other things, other more important things than uh, sitting on Facebook and scrolling and getting irritated or even even the good stuff on Facebook, like, oh, I was talking about the groups. Um, I did miss my groups, but even in a lot of those groups, it was just a lot of complaining or a lot of um, getting irritated about other things that we could talk about in those groups that wasn't always so well received in other places. And, you know, just sometimes at the end of the day, that's just not what you want to spend your time on, all the negative stuff. I do fully believe in being informed and knowing these things, uh, but there's a difference between um, being informed and uh, getting your information via people who are just really upset. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you have to be a little more discerning in in how you're spending your time, and that's why I really wanted to back away from Facebook in particular, not necessarily all social media, because I didn't feel like I had a problem with any of the other ones as much. Uh, like I said, Twitter is a is a really good place to uh, feel the same way you feel when you're on Facebook, but it's way more anonymous. It moves a lot faster, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't. I try not to go on there very often, and I just don't take a lot of photos that I I guess care to share with the world. And that's <laughs> that. Okay, okay, I I know how that sounded, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just, I take pictures of, like, my dog and my cat constantly, and, like, I don't need to share those all the time. That's exhausting. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't really feel like I need to post on Instagram all that often, and I, I don't want to live my life in a way that I have to, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't want to live in such a manner that I feel like everything I do uh, has to be like photographed or I have to do something to take a photo so that I can put it on social media. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't want my life to be guided by having to share something on Instagram. So, you know, a lot of the times I just don't take pictures. I like to be in reality, I guess. In fact, I'll tell you a quick story. I remember several years ago, my husband and I went to a concert. It was, I believe it was Pussifer. It was one of um, Maynard's from Tool's um, one of his bands. It was either Pussifer or uh, A Perfect Circle, but I'm pretty sure it was Pussifer. And it was made very clear that you could not be on your phone. The entire time you were in the auditorium, you could not have your phone out. You would literally get kicked out or your phone taken away. And I was like, this is BS. Like, what in the heck? <laughs> that is, that's absurd. Don't tell me what I can do. You know, like, as soon as someone tells me what I can and can't do, I get really upset and I want to do that thing that I'm not supposed to do. I'm like a toddler in my brain sometimes. But I was really mad. And then I don't remember exactly when it finally sunk in, what, whether it was at the end of the show or maybe the next time we went and saw a tool or, you know, a perfect circle or whatever, because we've seen them several times, uh, that I finally understood that the whole point of it is to live in the moment. Like he did do a whole speech about it. Like, I don't want you on your phones because we're co-creating this event. We are sharing this experience and we should be in it together. And are you really going to 
look at any of those pictures again? Are you really going to watch any of those videos? Why not be in the moment and experience it while you're there instead of spending it taking photos and videos of things that you're probably never going to look at again and you're not going to have that same feeling when you're looking at those videos as when you're actually in the moment with you know hundreds or thousands of people so i i got it i'm like okay yeah we need to be in the moment and you don't get to do that when you're on social media or you're living your life as if you have to post something on social media you know so i don't i end up just not taking a lot of photos or videos or things like that you know, if my dog is looking particularly cute, I'll snap the photo, but that's for me. Like, sometimes I'll post pictures of her, but I don't, it just doesn't feel like, you know, I need to take pictures of something just because I want to share it on social media. And I hope that never happens in my life. Like, I was a blogger for a while. I, I have my food blog. I don't really do anything with it. Um, but, you know, so anytime we cooked something or baked something, I felt like I had to make it pretty and I had to take a picture of it and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I don't, I just don't want to do that anymore. That was for a specific purpose. That just wasn't like for my life. That was for my blog. I don't want my life to become that. So yeah, it's been, it's been very interesting and it's been nice to not feel like I have to be on Facebook. Like I have to uh, go check and see what's going on. Uh, I do, like I said, I do miss my groups. I do miss, you know, checking in with some people, but I was still on Messenger and I would still say hi to some people. People would check in with me, which was really nice. Um, and like I said, I did post today. Uh, I just wanted to say hello and I loved everybody and I hope everybody was well and all that kind of stuff and talk about the Dave Rubin book because I just finished it and it was amazing. So <laughs> wanted everybody to know. Uh, and, you know, I got some comments and everybody was just real sweet. Like, oh, hey, I missed you. I was thinking about you. And, you know, that was real nice. And I, I, you wouldn't get that if you're on Facebook all the time, you know, you just wouldn't. So I, it's just been nice to spend my time doing other things. I'm learning a lot about uh, making vinegar and uh, making extracts, like I'm making vanilla extract and raspberry extract, and all kinds of fun stuff. I'm learning about canning and uh, what else? Oh, tinctures. I have a whole crazy, like, collection of herbs and stuff now, which is kind of cool. Uh, just all kinds of things that I would not have spent my time doing had I just been on Facebook all the time. And I was on Facebook a lot. So, so yes, I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos, but they're mostly to fuel my new obsession of being more self-sufficient. <laughs> and like I said in last week's episode, I am working on a podcast about my journey of being more self-sufficient. However, I cannot think of a name for it. I have tossed around a lot of things and nothing feels like it's sticking. I don't know. So I'm still thinking about that. If you have any suggestions, I know I'm vague about it. It's just like, you know, me learning how to be self-sufficient. But, um, you know, you guys know stuff about me. So if you think of a name, please send it my way because I have no idea. And I would really like to start getting the show out there. I've already got three episodes recorded and it would be nice to continue on with that. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Let me know if you are on Facebook, off Facebook, or if another uh, social media website is really the one that gets you, you know? Um, I want to hear about what social media is like for you and if you take breaks from it or if you just don't go on it or, you know, how you kind of structure your life so that it doesn't take over, basically. Um, so yeah, let me know. I would love to hear from you. My email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. Or you can message me on 
Instagram. Uh, I'm just at Michelle Kampmeyer. You can find me over there and let me know. And until then, I hope you guys are staying off Facebook or Instagram or whatever drives you crazy, taking care of yourself and taking care of your soul. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week.